Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Welcome to the Mamahood Podcast. I'm Marin Drew Bay, and we have another Disney mom on today for our Disney mom series. We're so excited. Not only is she a Disney mama, but she's also a business owner, and we're super excited to have her share a lot of that, a lot of her story to do with that on our podcast today. We're welcoming Brie Petrarca. Um, she is just the cutest mom. I'm sitting here looking at her and she's just adorable. Um, And I'm going to read a little bit about her to welcome her on. Brie is a wife, a mom, and the owner of Darling Dream Co. She and her husband live 25 minutes from Disneyland with their three boys and they visit the parks weekly. Brie was an elementary school teacher for six years before launching her company. Once the company took off, she was able to step away from teaching to run the business full time and stay home with her kids. Darling Dream Co. is apparel, accessories, and home goods focusing on the magic of theme parks. Brie and her husband are also DVC members, which is Disney Vacation Club members, and visit Walt Disney World frequently. They love watching the magic through their kids' eyes and experiencing new things every time they visit a Disney park. So welcome, Brie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. We are so excited that you're joining us. So give us a little... um, intro to you tell us kind of the makeup of your family how you ended up you know living in southern california are you from there um where'd you meet your husband just give our moms a little background on you yeah perfect okay so i actually grew up in central california um and i moved down here for college and then a mutual friend from college knew my husband from his church and she set us up um and we hit it off right away and we dated not for very long about nine or ten months before we got engaged And then we were engaged for only like seven months and then we got married. And then around 10 or 11 months into our marriage is when we found out we were pregnant with our first. So we've been married for almost eight years. Um, And then our oldest son is six and a half, almost six and a half. Um, And then our second is three, almost three and a half. They're both February birthdays. Um, And then our youngest is six months old. So we have three boys. And my husband was born and raised in Orange County, um, down south here in California. So um, we just kind of fit right into his lifestyle. And um, his family was all here for a while. They've some of them have kind of branched off and moved away. But um, yeah, this is where we kind of built our roots. And um, I feel like just where I went to college, most of the college kids had passes at Disneyland, and so that was just kind of the thing that you did, like after class or on the weekends. Um, and then when I met my husband and we started dating, he had a pass as well. And so we started going together pretty early on and, um, our love for it truly grew and changed when we visited Disney world for the first time. 
um, back when our oldest was almost two. So he wasn't quite two yet. Um, just because we experienced it differently and we kind of came back with a whole new perspective of Disney and seeing it, of course, through our kids' eyes is just so magical. So um, that's kind of how it grew and blossomed. Okay, I love that so much. And I didn't know you had the the deep love for Disney World too. So I feel yes. like I need to add a few Disney World questions in here because <laughs> um, we've been mostly talking Disneyland. But yeah. I, a lot of our listeners live on the East Coast and frequent Disney World. So yeah. we're going to have to talk a little bit about that. So um, you used to be a teacher, mm-hmm. um, which thank you. You know, we just <laughs> love we love our teachers and you guys have been through so much in the last yeah. <laughs> few years. Um, so what was what was that like? And then what caused that transition into what you're doing now? Yeah. So I knew from the time I was like 13 that I wanted to be a teacher. I like remember the moment I like decided that's was going to be my career. And I pursued education in college and got my um, undergraduate bachelor's degree in education. And then I went on, did my credential, which was the multiple subject teaching credential for elementary school. And then I also went back and got my master's in education. So I did all the things for teaching. Um, And I did, I taught for six years, six and a half years. My first year was like, I was long-term subbing for a teacher that was out. Um, And I've taught sixth grade, I've taught first grade, second grade, and transitional kindergarten. Um, So, and I, even up to the moment that I stepped away, it was very much like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, until obviously the last like year that I was in teaching was when Darling Dream Co. was just completely taking off the ground. Um, it almost was impossible to do both well. Um, we had a lot of people having to help us and step in. And my husband was doing a ton behind the scenes to kind of help me um, because his work was a little bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember people would always ask me, Like, if you could do Darling Dream Co. full-time, would you? And for the longest time, my answer was no, I I wouldn't because I know that I'm I'm called to teaching. I know I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to, like, where I am. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love to have the hobby on the side. Well, then the more I got asked that, I just felt like a change in my heart of, like, maybe I do want to do it full-time. Maybe Mm -hmm. I want to be home with my kids. Maybe, which is something that I never thought was even a possibility for myself, just knowing my character, but then also my husband's a pastor living in Orange County. So it just wasn't really, um, something, you know, that we thought would be feasible with finances. Yeah. Um, and so when Darling Dream Co. took off, it was almost like a, well, maybe I do have these desires. Maybe I do want to do this. And so we started having serious conversations about it and a couple things happened here and there that just kind of tugged at our hearts more. So like, okay, like we're like, we're done. This is going to be what I do. We're going to try it. We're going to take the leap of faith um, and go for it. And we did. And I, this was my first year not teaching. So the year just wrapped up and it was my first full year, not back in the class, like not being in the classroom. So freshy fresh to to be done with that. Yeah. And I taught at my son's school. So when I, whenever I went back to his school to volunteer, you know, be at Mm -hmm. award ceremonies and stuff like that. um, I knew everybody I know, you know, I know all the teachers, I know his teacher very well. And so it was fun to go back and visit. And it was always this like, am I going to like miss it so much? And I mean, the short answer is no, Um, I think mainly because like, this is just such a sweet and special time for me that I never thought I would get with my kids when they're this young. So obviously I 
loved teaching and I'm not saying that I'll never go back to it but for now it's just really awesome to be in like this space that I never thought was possible so I'm so proud of you (laughs) I mean the fact that you can step away and make it your full-time job really speaks for a your hard work and your work ethic and b just how successful your business has been I mean that's amazing so um I just want to hear, you know, starting a business, getting it off the ground for it's terrifying, it's exciting, mm-hmm. it's all the things. What was that like? Um, what were some key moments in that process that maybe caused you to keep going or yeah. to feel inspired to not give up? I know a, a, a lot of moms who are either wanting to start a business or mm-hmm. have started one and it can be really overwhelming. Yeah, definitely. So I think for me, I had a different experience, mainly because I wasn't trying to start anything big. Um, Back when the kind of the world shut down and everything, I was already on maternity leave with my second. Um, He was born in February of 2020. So I was on maternity leave, like when everything happened. And so I was already home. um, And I, I mean, I'm, I get stir crazy. I always need something to do. I never actually was very good at having my summers off, like Mm -hmm. teaching because I was always like needing something. Um, But I remember like sitting because I was pumping, exclusively pumping. So I was sitting there with an iPad. (laughs) Yeah. By the way. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Um, My, like my little iPad that's from my school where I was teaching, like my work iPad. And I had like a like a stylist from Amazon and I was like I'm just gonna download this app called procreate that I've heard about and just kind of start doodling I've always been very artistic and I love crafting and I love all, everything creative um but I so I started doodling and then I was like I wonder if I could like turn these into stickers and so I just started like researching and figuring it out and it, it all started just with um like making stickers at home which in the long run ended up not being anything I wanted to do like ever again with my life but (laughs) really too much work too much work (laughs) oh my gosh that and then I started like with sewing like I would because this was back when like we were sewing masks we were sewing I was Mm. doing like lanyards and like key fobs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and my husband will say to this day like she's not allowed to pull her sewing machine out anymore because I would get (laughs) so frustrated I would like sit there and like dread making these orders and like cry and like throw a tantrum my husband's like this isn't even fun for you why are you doing it (laughs) I mean so so, there is something extra frustrating about sewing sometimes like oh my gosh when it goes bad yes it's it's the worst thing that's ever and I'm not super experienced (laughs) I was like learning by trial and I'm like this is not for me um so anyways I started using the drawings and I'm like I wonder if I could like put it on a t-shirt so I started reaching out and I I was kind of in the Disney community already with um just like an Instagram sharing like our trips and our kids and our fun and everything. So I kind of started reaching out to friends who knew a little bit more about like the business side of things and got some information and started, I found a printer, a local printer here who um, could print shirts for me. And so we tried that route and um, it took a while. It honestly took so long. Like my husband asked me, why did you not give up? Because like we would just not sell anything. And Mm -hmm. I said, honestly, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, like what it was. I think it was because we were approaching our Disney world trip that year. And I was like, I'm going to design shirts for our family that we can wear. Cause I was like, that's fun for me. I enjoy the drawing. I enjoy the designing and the creating and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Not so much the sewing. (laughs) Um, 
So I designed shirts for us, and those are the first ones that kind of took off. And so then from there, I just realized, like, the more I design that's, like, something that I love and something that I, like, think that our family would wear, um, it just kind of worked out. And so I stopped doing the sewing. I stopped doing the handmade stickers. I started getting them made through a company, so they were actually, like, waterproof and dishwasher safe and everything. And, yeah, we just kind of took off. And we didn't take on any, like, expense at the beginning because we did everything made to order so for us it was more just like I opened up a Etsy shop and I just kind of went with it and I took orders and then we made them as they came in so we weren't putting any money down um, so for us it wasn't a huge like leap of faith to start a business and it wasn't like I was really trying to it just kind of happened which is pretty crazy to say yeah um, and then it got to the point where my printer was no longer able to kind of keep up with our orders and we looked into using someone else and then that didn't go well and so finally we were like let's just do it ourselves and so we ended up buying two large garment printers and my father-in-law had just retired from his job but was looking for some side gigs and so we hired him and he prints for us now and now my sister-in-law works for us and does shipping for us and so everything just kind of slowly started growing and growing and um, one of the biggest things that we did that we finally like kind of took a leap of faith and started investing in the actual business was we moved everything ready to ship so now we're able to um we ship same day on like our drop days and uh, we're able to get everything out very quickly um obviously we've had to like kind of figure out you know because there's times where we think a design is going to do really well so we order a ton of it and then it doesn't do well so that side of things has been super difficult because we started doing that in January Um, just trying to figure out um, quantity and what's going to do well and um, how much do we really want to invest in this and now we're kind of branching off more into um, home goods and accessories and things that kind of our motto is like pixie dusted um pixie dusted style for you and your home Mm -hmm. so we're like as long as we're under the umbrella of like you and your home with something that's like theme park magic then um, we're gonna go for it and we're gonna try it so we've tried a lot of different things and we've grown and um, my husband created a couple different even websites for us at this point we've moved over from multiple different platforms and we've gone through a lot of like hoops and excitement and chaos and it's been so much fun. There's been a lot of growing pains and a lot of learning. Um, but yeah, it's just something that kind of landed in my lap. And I've had to really just like figure figure it out. I didn't go to school to be a business, like for a business degree. I didn't, I haven't worked in business. I haven't done anything like that. So um, luckily my husband has a little bit of experience and he does have tons of mentors that he can reach out to for help with that side of things but it's been it's been quite the journey to figure it out and learn it as we go so it's been really fun though that is amazing and so inspiring <laughs> um i am all of us over here at the Hood, we just like love when moms succeed like that is just our bread and butter you know just you go mom and so yeah. um just hearing like your just inability to give up keep going try something else try again you know um I think that's so inspiring and um I love also that you've brought in your own creativity and that you've brought in something that you love um and I think that's important too um so what um 
what advice, like if, if there was a piece of advice that someone could have given you, like as you were starting out and you could give it to an aspiring, you know, business owner, mama mm-hmm. who's listening, um, maybe what would that piece of advice be? I would say make sure it's something that you're really passionate about because obviously we learned the hard way that I was not passionate about sewing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real moral of this story yeah, is if real. you are there not passionate go. about sewing, <laughs> don't even try. <laughs> uh, but really, I mean, when it's something that you love, like it's going to come through so naturally that um, people are just going to catch on to that like spark you know, when it's something that you care about and you're passionate about. Um, and also like, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, when I first started out, like I needed so much help. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, my husband ended up stepping in a ton and then we've just had a lot of people speak into us in our business. And, um, yeah, don't be afraid to like delegate and ask for help. And, um, it's hard. Like, I feel like moms a lot of the time, myself included are like, no, I can do it. Like I can do it. I got this, you know, or even just like, the control factor of like, this is something I built from the ground Mm -hmm. up, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's so hard to kind of relinquish that a little bit, but it's so important, especially for growth, um, to not be afraid to ask for help and, um, take criticism and advice well, because there's people out there who know what they're talking about. And Mm -hmm. so I think that would be the biggest thing is passion and, um, yeah, taking, accepting help. I love that so much. Probably really hard advice, actually, honestly, to take, you know, those are the hard truths. Um, As a side note, you mentioned your husband is a pastor. Is he still, is that still what his job is? Yes. Yes. That is still his job. So he, for Darling Dream Co., he mainly um, does our website um, and then he's like our finance guy. So behind, mostly behind the scenes stuff, but everything else um, now that I'm home and am able to put so much more energy and focus into our business. I'm doing a lot more. And then of course we have our two employees that we have as well on our team. So it's a big, big family team effort. (laughs) I love it. And I love you guys get to work together. Um, and what, what is that like for you kind of running a business with your spouse? Like, has that, do you feel like that's been a really great thing? Has there been some learn, like, you know, some, some, some bumps in the road? Yeah. So mostly for us, it's been good. We work really well together. Um, He's a big idea guy Mm -hmm. and is basically just kind of seeking for someone to put those ideas like into action. And so he'll give me like tons of design ideas. Mm -hmm. In fact, most of my designs are his ideas. Um, So he just kind of like gives them to me and then I, you know, put them, put them to work. But um, yeah, for sure. We've had to find balance of like, okay, we're done talking about work right now. You know, like, let's talk about something else. You know, (laughs) when you first have a baby, you go on a date with your Mm -hmm. husband and you're like, all we did was talk about the baby the whole time. It's kind of like that with work because there's not a whole lot of separation. Yeah. Um, Especially because we're doing it all, you know, Mm -hmm. we're printing everything. It's his dad that's working for us, his sister that's working for us. So there's not a whole lot of separation. So being really intentional with that is important. Um, And then also – there's times where he's giving me all these ideas and I'm like, okay, I need you to write them down and give them to me later. Cause I have no more space <laughs> in my brain for any more ideas. Um, but it's so sweet. He gets so excited about things. And so I think that's the biggest thing is that we both love what we do. Um, and even though he works full time, his schedule is really flexible. And so, um, in fact, he has Tuesdays off. And so we go to Disneyland every Tuesday and we take pictures and videos for content. And, um, yeah, he's just, he's the kind of guy that he's like, if, 
we're going to do something. We're going to do it really well. And so I love that because that's really the push that I need sometimes because I get overwhelmed and I'm like, I mean, like you said, there's been times that I've just wanted to like give up and throw in the towel. And he's like, no, like think about the big picture. Think about why you're doing this. Think about how much you love this. And he'll kind of put it back into perspective for me, which is really awesome. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to like both love something so much and like make it work, but Mm -hmm. obviously finding that balance and that, um, yeah. Yeah, that separation. You're like, important. we have a relationship outside of this too. That's totally. important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so is his most busy day, is Sunday his busiest day, or does he do does he preach on all days of the week? Or what is the schedule like with that with your So church? he for sure is busy on Sundays. Um, and then he works he has Saturdays off, which is awesome. Our church doesn't meet on Saturdays. Um we've made that like a point to like let families have like Saturdays. Um, and then he works Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Sunday. So his work day during the week is pretty normal. I mean, he'll go to work around nine, nine thirty, ten, and then kind of be home around five. But then there's a lot of times where he's out at night for like events mm-hmm. or even just like, um, like this month is crazy. Like we have so many like graduation parties just because all the high schoolers at like our church like we get invited to everything so yeah. we have like all of that and then we go to so many weddings especially when all the young adults starting start getting married and so just things like that that um are outside of like the normal work day but yeah because you're we'll be, wanting to yeah, be there the to year. support the whole congregation and yeah, yeah for sure, I'm sure so up in the air a lot of times like night night times he'll be gone a lot um but it's no like set schedule so it's always just like okay I'm looking at the calendar what do we have going on this week yeah <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I love that so much, and just as a side note, I just have always loved how much you proclaim your faith online through your business, and I'm a Christian, and that's something that yeah. I've always loved about you as well on your Thank platform. You. So I know a lot of our listeners um, will want to come and support for yeah. that reason too. So, Thank you. Um, one last kind of business question before we mm-hmm. jump into the Disney Um just how do you balance mom life with all of this? You know, your kids are little, so yeah. they're not at school all day. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. like you have one that's in school, but yeah. so how, how does this work? What's your schedule? How do you balance it all? So it's been a huge learning curve this year. I'm so used to being at work and like having that separation. Um, I always joke with one of my best friends, like going to work is a break. Like that's the, like that's a break. You know, mom life mom. is more exhausting. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I don't have that break anymore. So it's been a huge, like for sure, learning curve this year, even just for me and like learning what works for me and my personality and how can I handle this and not get overwhelmed. Um, I have to write everything down. Like the beginning of the week, I sit with my planner. I have my little Erin Condren planner. And I make a list of my hopes and dreams for my entire week. Like even down to like clean the bathrooms this day Mm -hmm. or vacuum the floors, like just little things, like everything. I write it all down and then I kind of look at my week. I write down my – because every day is different. Every week's different. You know, what time I have available completely varies day to day, week to week. And so I literally write down like my time chunks that I have for like either housework or working. Um. And I'll just like make a little note like I have from 9 to 10.30, you know, like this amount of time to work this day. Um, I put in like all of our appointments or sports or whatever we have going on that week. I put everything in my calendar. Um, 
I like to write it all out so I can like lay it out and like see it with my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just go in and I plug things in based on like priority of what needs to get done that week. And I plug everything in and um, basically I leave myself like enough time. Like if I don't get this done this day, then at least if I get it done by the end of the week, I'll feel like I got everything done that I need to get done. Yeah. So that's the way that I kind of set myself up for success. And then the actual execution, obviously, I have kids interrupting me and, you know, a baby who needs me and <laughs> yeah. kids asking for snacks all day long and, yeah. you know, all the good things. So that's been like the hardest thing I think for me is like I – what I need to do and what I try to do is tell my kids like from this time to this time, mom's working. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, especially with summer with all three of them home. Yeah. Because I do have one that's in school full time and then I have one that's in school two days a week. So okay. on those two days, I can get a lot done. Yeah. Um, and I try to prioritize that time of like th- I'm not doing anything during this time that I could do while they're home. Like when they're gone, I'm doing things that like I need to get done without being interrupted, that kind of thing. Right. So I just kind of find things that work best with priority- prioritizing my time. Um. But it's a lot of just allowing them to see me working hard and not feeling guilty of like I need to work when they're home because I normally be at work anyways. So watching them – like letting them watch me work hard and like do this is kind of I think empowering for them too as kids to see their mom, you know, working so hard for something that she loves to do. Absolutely. Um, But also setting aside time, you know, to focus on them and just be mom um, is really important. But actually, my husband and I were just talking today about maybe during the summer switching my schedule because I'll do most of my work in the morning, um, especially while my older one's at school. I'll get all my work done. And then when I pick him up from school, it's like no more work. Like I'm Mm -hmm. home. I'm mom. I'm cooking dinner. You know, I'm letting them play outside. I'm even maybe playing a game with them, you know, stuff like that. Um, But for the summertime, he's like – my husband today was like, maybe you wake up and like you focus on them. You be mom. You know, until nap time because two of my naps still, um, until nap time. And then like once it's nap time, then you work. And that, mm-hmm. that's usually, you know, later in the day they want to go outside and play anyways in our backyard. And they're out there. They're entertaining each other. You know, the three and six-year-old are having the best time. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's actually more like they're occupied. They're outside. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's when I work. And then kind of switch it up a little bit. But really it's just communicating to my kids what I need. But then also, you know, listening and hearing their needs, which can be hard when I'm trying to do what I need to do. You know, it's like, no, mom's doing this, (laughs) you know, have to be flexible of like allowing my kids to have their needs. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, (laughs) exactly. But, you know, it's just honestly, it's just learning it day by day and every day is different. Some days, you know, I am more successful in um, not getting overwhelmed than others. And some days I'm you know, breaking a little bit, breaking down a little bit, but just kind of figuring it out and just being real with my kids and making sure I do set aside time for them is super important. Yeah. All amazing advice. I think what you really just encompassed though is how amazing moms are because (laughs) we just figure that out. We just figure out how to juggle our kids and our passions and our ourselves and our self-care and Um, we can just make an ultimate list that also includes being a housekeeper, being a chef, being, you know, an accountant, like all the different job titles Mm -hmm. we carry. And then you also have this other job title as well of 
running a business and being, you know, the CEO, the creative director, the art designer, all the things that you do. (laughs) So I just think it's so inspiring, but also goes to show how truly amazing a mom's brain is that you can juggle all of that. It's, it's seriously amazing. Um, and I think what, what else stood out to me is what you said about letting your kids see you, um, work hard and pursue your passion and, you know, that's something that I've struggled with. You know, we've had our mamahood business going for five years now, and it's been a lot of that balancing. As you know, we're recording we're recording now after 9 p.m., so it's a lot of, like, working when the kids are in bed or um, yeah. getting a nanny here and there to get work done or trying to squeeze stuff in during nap time or you screened, like – like a yeah. lot of moms talk about like screen time is when I can like take a nap or something. And for me, I'm like, no, screen time, I'm like pounding in my work, you totally. know, like screen yeah. time. I'm like, great. I've got this one hour of, of yeah. Peter Pan and I'm I'm going to get such and such done, you know, no rest. And so um, I I can relate to you on that and how hard it can be to kind of squeeze in that that creativity and that passion kind of in the margins of motherhood yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Definitely. So, but I think it's inspiring because you're show, you're showing like, hey, you can do this, and yeah. even if you have a husband with a busy job or three little kids at home, you can make it happen. So I think that's yeah. super inspiring. Thank you for sharing you. that. <laughs> um, so jumping into into the Disney, the Disney fun. Um, something I've been asking the Disney moms, um, and I've loved hearing all the various answers is kind of what what value has Disney I'll say Disneyland and Disney World since you guys love both mm-hmm. um have added to your like what value have they added to your experience as a mom So for me I am very good at taking my kids places I am not good at sitting in my house and trying to play with my kids. Like if I'm just being completely honest, it's just so hard. I get distracted. I, you know, I think about all the laundry I need to fold or I think about the dishes that need to be done. So for me, when I get out with my kids and I take them to a place where we just love being there, for me, I, I'm a better mom. Mm-hmm. I just, I am. Mm-hmm. That's, I know some moms like get overwhelmed going out and they'd rather, like everyone's just so different. So for me, that's just what, I'm really good at and what I enjoy. And I know when I'm obviously happier then my kids are happier and it's just a better experience. And so for me, it just became that place where we could just kind of escape to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for me, it's really just watching my kids like love something so deeply and have so many memories created and so much fun. Um, it's just so, it's just so amazing to see. And for us that we always joke like, it's like it's our park like that's our park like our kids like that's where they play they run around yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's our playground like that's where they have been growing up like we've been going since my littlest I mean I mean my oldest when my oldest was 10 weeks old was his first Disney trip and so our Disney visit and so just living locally it's just really it's just a special thing for us and then Disney World um just really is like our vacation so it's obviously different we're not local to disney world so mm-hmm. when we go out there it's like this big ordeal you know the we're staying in the hotels and we're you know 
eating at all the fun restaurants because we want to try all the new things. And obviously when we go weekly, we're like packing our lunches and we're bringing, you know, all of our own stuff and we're Mm -hmm. going for just a few hours at a time. So it's just very different experiences. And my husband and I just realized like we're in this stage of life where like if we're going to do vacations with our family, like this is just the best like bang for our buck because one, we love Disney and two, it's just – it's easy for our kids to join along. Like, we're not huge, like, outdoors people or, like, we love the idea of going to, like, Hawaii. But just with three little ones, it just feels like a lot of work, which well, is funny I'm because plane most tickets people <laughs> to Hawaii right. are crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because yeah. most people are, like, Disney World would be so much work. But for us, mm-hmm. it's so, such second nature. We just – it's just easy for us, and we just absolutely love it. We go. We go for a while. Um, so that we can have like days in between our actual like theme park days where we're staying at the resort and we're swimming and we're going to Disney Springs and we're like visiting all the fun restaurants and we just really make it just a special vacation. So for us, that's just kind of where we're at and we're, we decided like, okay, we can hold off on like going to Hawaii, like the two of us are going, like we would love to go on a Disney cruise one day. Mm-hmm. So like saving up for that one time when our kids are just a little bit older, mm-hmm. Um, but just things like that, that we can do as a family for us are just really important. And yeah. Yeah. I, so back to the first thing you said, I literally feel like you said my brain, like, like you put my brain into words. Um, I got my nails done yesterday morning and my nail girl, she's a mom, she has little kids and she was talking about how she and her husband go on trips and they go together. They just went to Mexico and then they just went to Hawaii And I was like, I wish I could do that and not have so much anxiety about leaving my kids because she'll leave her kids home for like a week and they'll go on these trips. And she and I was like, I really admire that. And I want to learn how to how to do that better. And she's like, well, I want to learn how to take my kids places because you're (laughs) always just doing stuff with your kids. How do you do that? And I was like, it's actually less stressful for me to take my kids out places. Yes than to be at home with them and and I was like I can't really explain it but I just feel like we can just enjoy each other better for some reason when we're out and we're doing things so I really relate to you on that and I think you really have the two types of moms like the moms that are terrified to leave the house with the kids and then the moms that are like terrified to be at home with the kids right (laughs) um so and then um with Disney World I wanted to ask you you know what you have these two set completely different experiences, right? There's the daily, like head into the park. Like you said, pack a mm-hmm. lunch, stay for a few hours, maybe do one or two things. And then there's whole nine yards, Disney world. So yeah. what, like, what do you prefer? Like, what if you could only have like big trips to Disney world for the rest of your life or little day trips to Disneyland? Like what, what, oh what do you God. feel like is your, is your very favorite? That's so such a hard question. So I think, I would love to list if I could only choose one I would choose to live local for me it just is so there's something so special about just being able to pop over and I try to like not take it for granted because it's so easy like I'm just used to it you know and then I I get all these messages from people that are like oh I wish that I could do that or I love how often you go like my next trip is like in six months or you know whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like I I forget so easily like how blessed we truly are to be able to do this and to not let our kids like expect it, you know, that's hard too. to like 
you know, when they're throwing a tantrum, like, no, we're going home. Like this, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not going to do this. Like if you're going to act like this is something that you expect or you deserve, then like we're going to, we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a beat. We're going to take a step away because we don't ever want our kids to like grow complacent and like expect something that a lot of kids don't ever get to experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And just keeping it, we're able to do so many new things every time we go because we're not expected to like hit every ride every time we go when we're local. We just went with my sister-in-law yesterday actually and my two nieces and they haven't been in years. My youngest niece I I think has been like once when she was a baby. Um, And she, my sister-in-law was like, I miss having a pass. Like this is awful. Like we have too many things to do and not enough time. (laughs) And like we totally feel that way about Disney World when we go, but also when we go now that we've gone a few times, we're like, okay, we know what we don't need to hit every single time. So I think just living locally is just, there's something special about that. So for me, I think I would choose that. Although I love, like love, love, love our Disney world vacations. And it's so fun to have something to look forward to. Yeah. Something. Um, But back before we started visiting Disney world, like, like we do now, um, I, I, lo- I loved living locally and didn't, like, have any other desire. So I think that would be my choice, <laughs> even though it's hard. Do you hard. guys go to Disney World, like, every year? Or, like, when do- how often do you go? So we became DVC members, um, Disney Vacation Club members, which is, like, the Disney timeshare mm-hmm. um, a couple years ago, a few years ago, maybe two or three years ago. Um, and we always said we would go every other year with our points. Well, it's actually become a little bit more frequent than that more recently um we went for the first time in 2000 and gosh when was it 2019 Mm -hmm. um and we went thinking like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity we took our son he was almost two we actually had just gone through a miscarriage and we were supposed to that week was supposed to be our baby moon and so we're like let's just still like take this vacation you know and let's um like just do it as a family and like just enjoy this time together like since it just felt so much sweeter to be with our son during that time yeah I'm sure and so we did that and we're like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity we went we did four parks in four days wow and we were there literally for like from like Monday to Friday like we flew or maybe Monday to Saturday like four days though of parks and we flew in four days of parks flew out and we were exhausted but we came home like so happy and my husband literally was like that was not the only time we're going. Yeah. <laughs> and so like from then we knew like we love it. We want to do this. And so we went back one more time um, before we became DVC members and we rented DVC, which you can do in order to get rooms like larger rooms for like a better um, price. Um, if you need any help with that, come talk to me. I have all the information. But my um, husband, we rented. So I mean, this is off air. My <laughs> husband spends I'm telling you, we're in Disney every month. My husband spends at least an hour of our trip every time. He he, he pops in the park. He's like, I'm going to go talk to the DVC people again. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to talk to them again? Like, you've gotten this information so many times. Like, you just need to make up your freaking mind. So oh he may just need to chat with you guys and get the real yeah. scoop. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So we rented DVC once before we became members and that we, so we took those first two trips and now we go right now. It's been about every year there even were a couple times we went twice that year. Um, but that was only when my husband and I actually went on our own without our kids. So we went, um, this last summer 
so a year ago we went like during like our anniversary week it was um for like our baby moon for our third baby and then the year before that we went for my birthday um just the two of us for a few days so we've been able to make that work just because of our points and then we use like our flight points and um all of our credit card points to like turn them into like cash to get tickets so we just kind of made it work that way we know the reality of it with three kids now is going to be a little bit different so we kind of lived it up while we could yeah um but our hope and dream is to in when we celebrate our 10-year anniversary in two years is to get to disneyland paris without the kids so now we're kind of like holding our points you know we're not going to be spin like we're not going to go next year like we're going in december but then we're not going to go like the following year or really even the year after that because we know we're going to be in disneyland paris like hopefully that's our dream yeah so um it just looks different depending on like what we're using our points for yeah up until now we've kind of been about once or even twice a year so well i love that you've learned how to use this system and i think if anyone's listening to this who's wanting information on that i'm going to just direct them to you because um one of the reasons we wanted to do the disney series is we do get a lot of questions from moms like hey you guys should do we've never done like disney episodes and yeah um what are some what are some hacks like what are some ways to save money or whatever so i think that's a great a great system you figured out and we'll direct some moms to you for that um (laughs) i have to also say our plan is to go to paris in two years for our 10 year anniversary Um, i love it we want i mean we want to see paris we've never seen paris but then naturally i was like well we'd have to see disneyland paris right yeah he's like really you'd want to take a day to see disneyland paris and i was like yes like what what else you know so that that is so funny that we're yeah um maybe we'll be there at the same time maybe i'll see you there (laughs) see you in paris (laughs) um that's the dream right you never know if the world's gonna shut down again or something um okay so a lot of people get really stressed about bringing little kids to disney um you mentioned earlier you're you're like people like to go on other trips with their kids and i've had a lot of the same comments in fact my co-host aubrey it's like a running joke between us because she's like go to hawaii like Go take your kids to Mexico, you know, and she teases because she's not a Disney person. Yeah. And she's like, (laughs) let me guess, you're going to Disney again. Um, And for me, I'm always like, well, they're going to love it when they're young and when they're teenagers, when they're probably not as into it, we'll do some other stuff, right? Yeah. Um, But oh, that's just the sentiment with a lot of people is like, why take little kids to Disneyland? Mm -hmm. It feels like a waste of time, feels like a waste of money. Is there enough stuff for them to do there? Um, and so I want you to share, you know, you are a pro you're there every single week. I want you to give kind of some, kind of some answers to that for moms. Like, Hey, no, here's, here's why bringing little kids to Disney is worth your money, worth your time. Here's maybe some of your favorite things to do with little kids there and, and what there is to do with really little ones. You can, you know, you can bring a baby. Um, can you kind of speak to that for a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So for us, um, it's just always been worth it. Um, obviously, you know, we can say like our kids won't remember it, like, but we will. Like that's one of the biggest things that I hold on to. And I think that's true for any like experience you have with little kids. Like whether you choose to go somewhere else on a different type of vacation, like you're I mean, you're really there to build memories as a family. And whether your your child physically remembers that or not, you know, there's pictures and videos to remember it and it's more for the I mean, more for the parents than anything. 
Um, but it really is truly so special to like see the magic through your kid's eyes. And I would just say the biggest thing you have to remember is to give yourself grace because Disneyland is, there's a lot, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to see. There's crowds, you know, there's lines, there's it. If there's sun, there's, it's hot, you know, you just have to remember these things and just give yourself grace because it can be overwhelming if you allow it to be, but just like anything, you just have to remember like you can't do it all and that's okay. My biggest thing is to always like write down your priorities. Like what do you want to get done? Like what do you want to for sure ride or what show do you want to for sure see? Um, if your daughter's like super in love with princesses, then like prioritize the princesses or if, you know, your son loves rides, like prioritize the rides. There's so much to do. Um, so it's always funny, like I when I hear like, is there enough for kids to do? Like, there's too much for kids to do. Like, it's amazing. There's so many things. There's um, places for kids to run around. There's places for kids to watch shows. Um, with a baby, you can bring a baby in a carrier. Most of the, or pretty much all of the lines, actually, you can't have a stroller. So if it is a small baby like my little guy who gets heavy after a while, you know, he mm-hmm. lives in the carrier. Um, and he has the best time, you know. He gets to see so many, like, his big old eyes and all the rides. And um, so cute. obviously, like, for me, if I were doing, like, a once-in-a-lifetime Disney trip, I probably wouldn't bring a baby baby. I would wait maybe when they're, like, two or three just because if it's once, then you do want to actually, like, have them experience something more than, like, a baby would experience. But for us with our little tag-along guy, you know, he's so great. Um, you can wear the baby on most of the rides if there's no height requirement. Um, there's so many different things. Fantasyland has an incredible amount of rides for kids to, to experience as well as like a little princess show over there. Um, and some of my kids' favorite things to do don't even have to do with the rides. Like they love um, Disney pins. They mm-hmm. love like having their little lanyard with their pins on there and doing pin trading and they love, like, you can cross the boat, like, take the boat over across the rivers of America to Tom Sawyer's Island. And they love to just run around through all the caves and explore, like, the pirate, you know, the pirate caves. And it really just is such a place of imagination. Um, and it's so fun because we have two very different experiences with our kids. Our oldest is very matter-of-fact technical he wants to be a Disney Imagineer he wants to know how every little thing works Mm -hmm. and he's known since he was an infant Mm -hmm. that like the characters are pretend and you know all of the like floats have like someone like directing it with like a remote control like he knows all of these things whereas our younger one doesn't like he believes in the magic of it Mm -hmm. and it's so much fun to have those two different experiences and to watch both of them get so much out of that place because my older one loves to like watch everything and figure out how things work. And even like um, the Fantasmic show, like back before the dragon burned up, rest in peace, Rip. dragon. Um, <laughs> she loved to sit and like try to figure out, you know, how did that dragon, like how'd the fire come yeah. out? How did Mickey pop up? Like he wants to figure all those things out. And then to watch my youngest just like fall in love with the magic of it and like be in awe or my middle one of just like all of the things that it has to offer is just such a, it's such a magical thing. So my biggest advice though, is if it feels overwhelming, like, like I said, write, write everything down that you want to get done. Um, talk to people who have been there, figure out what things are priorities for you. Um, don't get overwhelmed by how much there is to do because 
you're not going to be able to get it all done and that's okay. Um, as long as your family is content with what you accomplish, take breaks, you know, make those dining reservations to sit down and rest your legs for a little bit. Um, take breaks at your hotel if you need to for your little ones to nap if it's going to make your day go smoother. Um, but I mean, it, there really is no place like it. So I love it. It sounds like our oldest would get along. <laughs> he's he's all in on he watched the Imagineering story multiple times and he's like, yes. Mom, I know how they do the hat box ghost. This is how they do it. Mom, I know it's not real. Like I'm sitting there. I'm like, ooh, look how spooky. Or like we're on Space Mountain. I'm like, we're flying into space. He's like, no, we're not, Mom. We're not. These are lights, Mom. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, it sounds like they could be good buddies. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask some like quick questions um for you to give kind of just your your one answer to um what is your I mean I feel like stroller is like the obvious answer so maybe something besides yes. that uh, a must-have item when you are going to Disney parks with little kids snacks <laughs> snacks amen <laughs> and little toys for waiting in line oh Lin- yeah, anything smart. anything like that you can do um in line with kids that doesn't involve like stopping and sitting for a while because lines are pretty much consistently moving. So if you have little things that the kids can like roll around or my kids love to even like have like a little bag of Legos and they'll like build as they walk. Genius. Uh, Yeah. Little things like that make line waiting so much easier. Otherwise my kids are wrestling in line and that's just (laughs) happening. So (laughs) something to keep them busy and snacks mainly. I know. Oh my gosh. Mainly for snacks, like, you can bring – a lot of people are under the, like, misconception that you can't bring food into the Disney parks, and you can. You can bring all your own food. Um, you can bring your own water bottles. So it's really important, I think, to have those snacks because otherwise, you know, you're getting – you're having meltdowns or you're having kids asking to buy snacks all day long mm-hmm. when you don't necessarily need to be spending all that money. You know, you could be saving money, like have a treat or two here and there. Um, but, yeah, bring all the snacks, bring all the water, bring all the toys – and I think those would be my biggest things. And then if for a baby or even like a one-year-old, a carrier is like game changer just because, like I said, strollers can't be brought through lines. So anything to kind of contain the baby, you yeah. know, while you're trying to handle everything They're else. They're not is, running is, away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's genius. Need to bring Legos next time. That's a really good <laughs> idea. Um, dining. Where is your number one favorite spot to dine with kids? Somewhere where where people should should dine if they have kids because I know totally different answer without yes for sure oh man that's hard we don't do a whole lot of dining in the parks with our kids um like I said because we're only there for a few hours here and there um we love to escape and like go to like the hotels for dining Mm -hmm. though that gives us a little bit of a break from the chaos of the park that like can get a bit overwhelming um we love to go either over to the Disneyland Hotel for like the uh, – they have like quick service over there. Um, or you can go to like the Craftsman Bar and Grill at Grand Californian. Um, those are some of our favorite spots and the kids love it too. The Craftsman Bar and Grill has like live music sometimes and that's really fun for the kids. Um, and then I'm trying to think. 
quick service is definitely easiest, especially with kids maybe who have different like tastes or if you're wanting something different from what your kids are going to eat because you can just kind of order it and kind of go find a spot to sit. As far as like sit down restaurants, we do a lot of dining in downtown Disney too because it's a little bit easier to kind of um, what if you're not making a reservation, you know, 30, 60 days in advance, then it can get really tricky. Um, so downtown Disney is a really good option to kind of do something like walk up and go wait last for a minute. table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more last minute. That's really easy that way. Um, yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. The hotel oh, idea is genius. I think a lot of people don't realize that you can go into the hotels if you're not staying there. Yes, so definitely. that's a that's a pro tip right there yeah (laughs) (laughs) from a pro um okay I'm gonna do like quick Disney question round for you just for fun this has been fun to do so um Disneyland or California Adventure Ooh, I might say California Adventure right now really I feel like right now that's my feeling if you asked me another day I might change it (laughs) depends Uh, on the day (laughs) it's yeah, it depends on the day. For me, it's just it feels less crowded, less busy, and my kids are just really into things over there right now. They love the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail where they can run around and do the tire swing and the rope climbing and all that. Um, yeah, that might be my pick right now. So fun. And then I need to throw in the Disney World. What's your favorite park at Disney World? Ooh, I would say Animal Kingdom. I love yeah. Animal Kingdom. It's so fun. There's not like a whole – it feels like there's not a whole lot to do there. Um, there's like a handful of really good rides there's, but there's an amazing show, um, and just walking the trails and seeing all the animals and the nature. It's just, it's a really beautiful park. So I really, and it's very different than what we, uh, what we experience here. So I think that's another reason why it's really big. Um, we're not big Disney. I mean, we've been once with our kids, um, it was 2021 and we really want to go back because, now yeah. we have a daughter and we're like, she's all in on yeah. Elsa. So I'm like, we have Yay. to get her to, to Epcot. Um, so I'll be hitting you up for the tips for Disney World because we've yes. only been the one time. But we were amazed how big everything yeah. is. Like oh we walked gosh, into Magic crazy. Kingdom and my husband, Dallin's like, they supersized everything. Like it's like yeah. they just took like, <laughs> like a whatever like I, I can't yes. think of the reference just like they literally just plussed everything just like made it yep. bigger <laughs> he's like yep. even the paths are like way wider and yes. like everything so it's I'm pretty sure all of the <laughs> Disneyland Resort property I'm pre I'm if don't don't quote me on this but I'm pretty sure it's like they've figured out that the entire Disneyland Resort property can fit into like the parking lot of Magic Kingdom or something <laughs> which is crazy, crazy like oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> He was like, he, well, my husband likes to do like impressions and it's sort of infuriating, but like we'll be walking around in Disneyland and he's just talking like Walt, like the entire time. He's like, welcome to the jungle cruise. And anyway, like we go into Disney world and he's, he's like pretending to be Roy the whole time. He's like, make it bigger, make it bigger. Nope. Bigger. And like, I'm like, can you just shut up and let us enjoy Disney world? Like stop acting like you're Roy Disney trying to, anyway, it was funny. Um, okay. What is your favorite ride of all time? Oh gosh. My favorite ride on the West coast is guardians of the galaxy mission breakout. Really? It's my favorite. Oh, I could ride that all day long. It's a fun one. It's then... genuinely terrifying <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for me. I love it so much. 
And then on the East Coast, so I haven't had the opportunity to ride Cosmic Rewind yet, which is their Guardians of the Galaxy and Epcot, or their new Tron ride yet. The last time I was at Disney World, I was pregnant, so I couldn't do the Cosmic Rewind. And then we haven't been back since Tron reopened or since Tron opened. So I have a feeling one of those will probably be my favorite. But I would say for right now, either Rock and Roller Coaster in Hollywood Studios or Everest in Animal Kingdom. Both. I'm a big fun. thrill ride person. It though. sounds like, like it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not really like into like the virtual, like all the new virtual trackless rides. Like I'm into like the roller coasters. Yeah, you want to feel it. Yeah, the, you do. I'm gathering that. Okay, what is your favorite Disney treat? Oh gosh, I would probably have to say. If I were to get one thing, I would probably choose a cream cheese pretzel. Those are so good. That or like a specialty churro, but it'd have to be like a good specialty churro. I'm not like a plain churro person. Oh, you want the specialty like with the, with the sauce yeah. and all the things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So were you a fan of the toffee cream cheese? pretzel the holiday I was I liked that one a lot yeah I know it was a little sweet but it was like I couldn't eat it every day mm-hmm. but it was good I really liked mm-hmm. that one that was a good one that was yeah okay um what is your favorite core memory with your kids at a Disney park oh my gosh this one's actually surprisingly easy um it was back when I was pregnant with our second so we only had one only our oldest. Um, he was probably two and a half. My boys are three years apart. He was probably t- a little over two and a half. Oh, it, you know what? It was Christmas time, so he was almost three. Um, I was very pregnant. <laughs> um, we were in Disneyland, and the greatest thing about Disneyland is that the characters come out and just kind of roam around Town Square. Like they don't do that at Disney World. You have to like get in line to, just to meet the characters. But at okay. Disneyland, they roam around and they find kids and they hold their hands and they do all these amazing, amazing things. And I have this video of Pluto um, taking my son and he started like copying every single thing my son was doing. <laughs> and my son would like do the silliest dance move and Pluto would copy everything he was doing. And they ended up having like an entire circle of people around just watching them. <laughs> And they were, like, doing the craziest little dance moves. And then Pluto took his hand and just started walking around Town Square with literally no destination in mind other than to just walk with him and, like, hold his hand. And I have the cutest picture of them holding hands with the giant Christmas tree on Main Street, like, in front of them. And Pluto – and I have a video, too, of, like, Pluto just pointing at everything and my son is just giggling and, like, looking up at him. And they just walked around and they walked back and everyone kept trying to stop him to take pictures. And he just kept like walking with my son and just holding his hand. He's like, we're having a moment, guys. (laughs) Yeah. It was like was one of those moments where I was like, cast members are just, they are just incredible. And it was so magical and it's something I'll never forget. So it was really special. That is special. (laughs) That is so sweet. I didn't know that it wasn't the same at Disney World with the characters. Yeah, so, Disney World people are always like, I'm so jealous of your guys' character interactions. Really? So can they, yeah, they don't do they out. look on the app and see when they can meet characters and then they stay in yeah. a certain spot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think their characters, we don't ever meet characters over there just because we don't make that like our priority since we see them over here. 
But I'm pretty sure there's, like, specific spots where they meet and you, like, get in line. And oh. back when they had fast passes before Genie Plus was a thing, like, the normal fast passes, you could use a fast pass for a character meet oh. and greet, which is so interesting. Yeah, because wow. their characters don't just kind of come out and roam it's around like ours do. probably a long wait to meet the characters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's new information. Um, okay, what is your favorite holiday at the park? Oh, Christmas. No hesitation <laughs> Christmas. there. It's just, no, it's so magical. And I missed all of it this last year because I was on bed rest with our third. Oh, And really? like literally I went on bed rest, I think like November 6th. Oh, um, man. Yeah. And like I was supposed to be on bed rest until I think 36 or 37 weeks of, of pregnancy. I went on bed rest at like 32 weeks and I was supposed to be on bed rest until like 30, maybe it was 35. I don't remember. Anyways. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to like get a couple trips in like right before this baby comes after bed rest is over. And he ended up coming five weeks early. Oh my goodness. So I didn't even make it to the end of my bed rest. Wow. And I didn't get to make it back until after the new year. Cause he was so little and he was a preemie, but so you're extra excited. Um, for this year i'm actually excited for this year but yeah i love christmas time it's just so magical yeah 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 so just side question were you on bed rest for preterm labor yeah um okay okay i've had that too i've gone on bed rest with my last two both at around 30 weeks and it's it's brutal bed rest is not not fun (laughs) yeah yeah i just remember sitting because i was on my couch most of the time i was like sitting watching my house just like crumble <laughs> around me yeah, you can't like, do oh, anything. I can't do anything no I know well and then for me I was contracting the whole time and so as soon as bed rest was up they had me do it until 36 weeks I just stood up walked around my house yeah. had my baby that night like it was yes. just crazy oh it's gosh. just crazy how sensitive your body can be once it's yes in those stages oh, of labor man. Yeah. So good for you and just getting that baby here safely. Um, okay, what do you – if do you, and if so, what do you collect from the Disney parks? We collect pins. Um, my kids are really into pin trading, and I've gotten into it as well because of them. But more so, my husband and I get a pin from every Disney resort that we stay at. Oh, fun. So we have them from the – because we have stayed at all three – over here, Parad- or Paradise Pier, now Pixar Place, um, Grand Californian, and Disneyland Hotel. Um, we've just done, like, little staycations over here. And then whenever we go over to Disney World, we always try to stay in a new a new hotel every time we go over there. Um, even if it's just for a couple nights of our trip, because we have our DVC hotel and then we can, like, use our points for other hotels. It's just a little bit harder to get outside of our normal one. Um, but we always try to. So we get a pin from every single um, – resort that we stay at and then we always like to get mugs for different occasions too like we did it for like the 50th over there at disney world we got the 50th mug and we have a bunch of different disney mugs so those are kind of the things that we have so fun so fun i want to hear all about the different resorts at disney world i feel like that could be a whole different conversation yeah (laughs) it's it's so that's the one thing i wish we had was like more resorts because it's just so fun Mm -hmm. like you said most people don't even realize that you can like go in the resorts but exploring the resorts is one of our favorite things to do and getting to eat in the restaurants at all the resorts and like there's different character dinings at each one and that kind of stuff is really fun to like 
just that in itself is like a whole vacation. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite one at Disney World that you've stayed at? Oh, gosh. So our home resort is Old Key West, which we love because it's very like vacation-y and beachy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where we spend most of our time just because it's the easiest for us to access with our points. Um, but I also have loved, like, the Polynesian is really amazing. They just don't yet have larger DVC rooms. They're building a new tower. Right now they only have studios. So with kids, it's really hard to, with three kids yeah. to stay in a studio. Um, but that resort's really amazing. Um, I love anything with, like, island beachy vibes. That's, like, yeah. totally me. Well, we stayed at Wilderness Lodge and we loved it. But for me, like the camping aspect of it, I was like, this doesn't really feel like a Florida vacation. You're like, I don't you want to be camping right now. Yeah. What are we doing? So I think those are probably two of the, my favorites that I've stayed at. Our our dream is to stay at the um, Beach Club Resort. Okay. So we're going to do that, I think, when our kids are just a little bit older because they have like the best known pool on property. So when our kids are, like, able to kind of go off on their own and swim and enjoy being at the pool, that's, like, our, like, dream. That that resort's beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were such noobs when we went. And yeah. we literally, like, we were reserving and uh, we were using, like, an agent through Disney World to help okay. us reserve. And I was, like, they were, like, what resort do you want to stay at? And I was, like, I, I don't know. And they were like, what do your kids really like? And I was like, they love cars. They love Lightning McQueen. So they ended up putting us in at Art of Animation with the Lightning yeah. McQueen, right? Um, yeah. But then we were like riding the Skyliner around and we were looking around and we accidentally got yeah. off by the Beach Club Resort and okay. we were wandering around there and we were like, what the? What is this? Yeah. Like, we I didn't know. know we could stay at all of these like amazing <laughs> places we felt so dumb because neither of us both of us grew up with Disneyland we didn't grow up with Disney World in any capacity so we literally felt like such idiots we were like yeah they didn't even tell us we could stay here like (laughs) I know the first time we went we knew nothing like we stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort which was awesome but we didn't even see it because we were there for four days yeah doing parks all day every day and then we went home we're like we didn't even get to explore it uh, but yeah, we knew nothing that first time too. It's, I mean, it's definitely like overwhelming. It's the super first time overwhelming you if you're used to Disneyland, which is very like yeah. attainable. It's very like a West Coast park. It's very like yes. you know, it just it it's um it's a totally different vibe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like worried. I'm like, whenever we go back, like we're gonna be feel like a fish out of water again. Like, totally. no clue what to do here. Um. Okay. Two more quick questions. So, what's your favorite? Um, entertainment at the parks? Ooh. I would say Wondrous Journey's fireworks that Disneyland has right now are like top notch. Those fireworks are incredible. I also love the Magic Happens Parade though that's going on right now. Yeah. I'm like more, uh, I like to prefer to skip entertainment and like go on rides and my husband like wants to see all the entertainment. Okay. <laughs> and so I think I had to pick like one of those two. I would probably pick the fireworks just because they're incredible. But that fireworks show is so good. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. All it's so three good. of you so far have said that. It really, really? it really is. It's just the best. It's just the best. Um, yeah. Okay, last question. I think this is the funnest one. What is your dream Disney job? Like if you had any of the jobs at the parks, which job would you want Oh, my gosh. Some type of performer, for sure. 
I'm trying to think. Probably like, hmm. Well, Disneyland doesn't have any like huge stage shows. Like Disney World has like their stage in front of the castle. Mm-hmm. They do like stage shows from. So that I means something there would be amazing. Um, anything dancing. So fun fact, I actually auditioned for a parade at Disneyland one oh, time. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, back fun. in college. I, I grew up dancing. I was a competitive dancer. So I auditioned, but I was – for whatever – I don't know why. I still don't to this day don't know why they were looking for people so short because I'm only five foot three. Okay. I was a half an inch too tall. And the first thing they did when we got there was measure everybody because oh. I was like, oh, maybe I can like get away with it. They measured everyone, and I was half an inch too tall, so they had to turn yeah. me away. But I had carpooled with somebody, and so I still went through the audition for fun even though you weren't they like – Yeah, they, they couldn't. They couldn't consider me for it. They had me audition and, like, considered me for Disney Cruise Line, but they weren't doing an audition for Disney Cruise Line, so they weren't actually hiring anybody. So they just kind of, like, put me in. It was weird. But, yeah, fun. So that's a fun fact. I did audition for a parade. That is So fun. probably something. They probably needed, guys, like, but. a certain costume or something. Yeah, um, something. This is actually my listeners who've known me for four years don't know this about me either, but um, – <laughs> I got to like the final, final audition for the character set of, it's the set, well, back then, this was 2012, so the set was Tinkerbell, Ariel, and Rapunzel was kind of the character set, because I am short, I'm five, one and a half, I I say five, two, but it's really, it's really shorter, and um. Yeah, I didn't end up getting the audition. I was oh, really young. I was like the youngest person auditioning and they were really yeah. sweet. They were like, you just don't, you're just a little bit young. You don't have as much experience. Yeah. Try again. And then, you know, yeah. life happened and I, I became oh, a mom and everything yeah. never happened. But yeah. um, they are sticklers on that height, on the height. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> I know. So funny. Oh, man. Well, that is amazing. And I also heard you were a, um, a competitive bodybuilder in your oh, past life I was. I was. <laughs> are you hating me for bringing that up <laughs> no not at all it's so funny though people are always like no way like there's no way like what do you even mean by bodybuilder because it's just such a fun like funny term to hear but yeah back before kids I did little competitions no I love that I love that you are tough cookie oh, mama um okay our last question that we ask every single guest that comes on the show um, yes. just the first three that come to your mind, um, excuse me, what are the first three words that you would use to describe yourself as a mom? Oh, no, <laughs> I'm not good. At I like, questions. I like shocking them. We like, we like to just yes. get the first three that come to your oh, mind. Oh gosh. Um, I would probably say fun. Um, describe myself as a mom. Fun loyal to my kids and their dreams and oh gosh fun loyal and extra (laughs) (laughs) my husband always calls me extra I'm like the one that'll like do all the extra things for my kids yeah well that's that's a gift that is a is a real mom gift I love that um well 
Bree, it's been a joy to have this fun, loyal, extra mom on our show. Um, take a second and just tell everybody where they can find you. What's the future of your platform? Where can they come and purchase your amazing products and just all that good stuff? Yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is Darling Dream Co., um, and you can see all of our fun family adventures. We do a little bit of a mix of our business and our family on there. We like to really showcase like who we are and who our, like who our customers are supporting. And so, um, yeah, our Darling Dream Co. Instagram. And then our website is darlingdreamco.com, um, which you can easily like access um, our chat from there as well if you have any questions regarding our products. Um, Instagram DMs are always open. Our email's on there as well. Um, we, we love, love, love to talk to all of our followers and customers and friends and um, answer any questions that people have. So um, thank you so much for having me on here. It's been amazing. I love getting the chance to talk about all of these things that we're passionate about. So It has been a joy. So and much. I think that you're yeah. just going to bring so much joy and inspiration <laughs> to these mamas. Um, I know that they're just going to love you. And I just want to encourage everyone listening, go find Brie. She's adorable. Her her clothes are just fantastic. I love that they just come out of your mind, just perfect and magical. Um, and we will link to all of her stuff in the show notes of this episode. So, okay. Awesome. Thank you, Bree. Thank you so much. Thank you.